Chapter 23, Esper. Excerpt from the Citizens' Assembly on the Raising of Taxes on the Gridlock. Report number 302. Testimony from Mr. Bari Aluwateo. Whatever works for giving more people hope. Raise the taxes, lower the taxes, whatever gets us more hope runner championships. What else do we have? We need hope. A long siren went off. Deep down in the old corner bakery, Esper, Saga, and Rulo were ready. In front of them were their screens on the tables, and in the top corner was an old TV broadcasting the start of the trial. Their improved pattern decoder wasn't perfect, but it had to do. It might not work, but with high probability, it should. They were ready to execute their hack, find the hidden random numbers in the Council of Seven, discover the order of transactions in the public car markets, and use it to make a profitable trade. Rulo stood to watch as Esper and Saga remained seated. The mechs of the championship runners lined up in front of the dome gate facing the city. Satello, Cassidy, Omo, Darius, Mickey, Buck, Argent, Richter, Sonny, and Flora were the banner keepers of hope. Behind them, a storm was brewing beyond the anomaly. All right, Esper, ready? Saga asked as she pushed her round glasses into her face. Esper tipped his cap down and cracked his knuckles. Ready. Another distant siren went off. The mayor, standing in front of the 10 candidates, came onto the screen. Gridlock, she said, smiling. Roars went up throughout the city. The trunks were no exception. Esper tried to spot Flora's face, but he couldn't judge what she was feeling. The TV blared. It is so wonderful to see so many of you tuning in. Welcome. Welcome to our dignitaries. Welcome to our citizens. To all of you. Whether you are in the penthouses, the gridlock, the apartments, the trunks, the mid-levels, on the skyscrapers, welcome. Another gigantic roar rippled through the city. The day has arrived. Who knew it would arrive so soon? This is the biggest Hope Runner championship our city has ever done. We have the best long-distance Hope mechs ready, and we have the best candidates we could possibly imagine. Among these 10 runners, Five will proceed to the final trial. After that, the top three will be crowned your collective hope runners. Before we start, I would like us to remember the reason we are here today. Let's have another minute of silence for Armin. Scenes on the TV flickered through crowds bowing their heads in silence for its champion. Saga was running diagnostics, and Esper monitored what she was doing. When the one minute ended, a singular, loud, guttural scream akin to an impending war cry, echoed through the TV and the city. It was Argent, screaming for Armin, channeling all her energy into an awakening. The city buzzed, and suddenly the entire city echoed its roar in return. It sent shivers down Esper's spine. Holy shit, Rulo said behind them. Another long siren went off as the runners marched through the dome gate to the starting line. In the corner bakery, Saga did the same. I'm logging in. Everything looks good, Esper responded. They've lined up, Rulo said, pointing to the TV. I'm in, Saga said as she looked at the info running down on her screen. All right, ready to go. Another long siren ended with a low-pitched hum. The cameras focused on the runners as drones swarmed around them. It was time. Esper, Saga, and Rulo stared at the screen. It was oddly silent. Esper could hear Rulo chewing on his nails, weirdly loud. 
A short horn went off, another one, and another one. The championship mechs hummed and kicked into gear. The starting gun sounded. They ran. Saga hit enter. Above, the runners kicked up dust as they ran into their first sprint around the desert lane. Underneath the city, the first heartbeats pulsed to the Council of Seven to discover the combined random number. With half an eye on his screen and the TV, Esper followed what was happening. Darius Cantor immediately burst into pole position, using the limited fuel he had to get an early lead. He cut left, ramming into Flora, sending paint from her mech flying like glitter. Esper gasped. Darius shoved her right into a box with Sunny's mech to her side. He was in front of a wedge and Buck was further back. The hit made Darius stumble, which made Satello run into first place past Sunny's front wedge. In second place came Cassidy, dancing through the ensuing hits. On the outside, away from the pack was Argent, staying away from the early moshing. Flora's stumble put her in last. Her position didn't last long when Omo sidestepped into Richter. It sent him flailing into the dunes in a whirlwind of dust. The body blow reverberated through the city, with crowds flinching along with oofs. They ran. The pattern decoder fired away. Despite knowing that Flora wanted to become a hope runner and making it happen for her, Esper felt sweat trickle down his shirt, scared because there were so many emotions suddenly competing for his attention. Did he do the right thing with Flora? The money? Being tracked? Milo? How are we doing? Esper asked Saga. Okay, had an early success, getting up to four of seven, but seems to be misfiring now, getting unlucky. Have to keep going. Rulo seemed to ping pong between the TV and the laptops. Over the ensuing two laps, Sonny and Buck's wedge kept the pack tight and jostled with finesse not to trip. Flora kept pulsing forward, gaining ground on the top six. She stayed inside the wedge. Rulo cheered as she kept her fortitude. Argent eventually accelerated past the wedge on the outside and into the lead after the initial scuffling. Out of nowhere, she braked, startling Sonny and Buck. Sunny swerved past her and into the lead, but Buck tripped and fell, rolling down the dunes. The final lap was coming. Sunny was in the lead, with Argent, Flora, Satello, Cassidy, Darius, Omo, and Mickey bringing up the rear. Buck and Richter were out. The entire city were on their feet, including Esper, who felt like his chair was suddenly restricting him. He didn't stand for long when Saga called him down. The logs stuttered on Saga's screen, it looked like a packet loss. The connection wasn't stable. Something else was going on. They'd never had packet loss. To exit now would make them miss this window. Before Esper could determine what's best, Saga scanned it, her glasses reflecting the stuttering logs. It's fine, this is a normal variation. Normal packet loss, it's fine. She replied to Esper's stares. Whatever was happening, the image that came into Esper's mind was Milo, the boy that Mason threatened. If this failed, he might never see the boy again. He might never have a brother. Saga, we cannot risk being tracked. Cancel it right now, exit. Esper rushed towards her computer. She fended him off, but Esper wasn't having it. He tried to wrestle her away. Saga shouted at him. No, we have to do this. We are so close, we can't exit now. Rulo rushed in and tackled Esper away from his sister onto the tacky mosaic floor of the bakery. He pinned him down, almost choking Esper. Slowly and then suddenly, Esper came to his senses. He did not understand what came over him. He held up his arms with Rulo on top of him. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Rulo, please. It's working! 
Saga shouted. Look, damn it, three of the seven numbers were found in almost an instant. The decoder is ahead. Rulo let go of Esper as they all stood to look at the laptop. The trial in the background was noise to them. Four of seven random numbers found. Five of seven random numbers found. Esper's eyes widened. It was going to work. Six of seven random numbers found. They all held their breaths. Seven of seven random numbers found, combining numbers. The final random number for the next block of transactions will be 786738. Their eyes ran from Saga's laptop to Esper's laptop as it compiled an automated arbitrage transaction in the public car markets. Three excruciating long seconds later, the Council of Seven revealed their random numbers, all combining to 786738. The block of transactions was finalized and there it was, clear as day on Esper's screen. A profitable trade, hidden in plain sight. They knew the truth before everyone else did. They took a while to process it in shock. Rulo, however, broke the silence as he looked back at the TV. Uh, guys, where's Flora? Before they had averted their eyes, Flora had been in third. Now Sunny was missing from the pack and Flora was in sixth. Omo was in front of her and Mickey on her heels. Rulo's face dropped. Oh my God, I think she started to dash dance. What happened? Flora's mech started dancing from corner to corner to confuse Mickey behind her. As she came up on the second to last dune, she jumped. She flew down and activated her jets on the way up the final dune. Instead of following its curve upwards, Flora suddenly flew straight up. What is she doing? Rulo shouted, his eyes widened. She's going for a twister? Oh shit! She flew straight at the dune and drilled herself through it, clipping herself into fifth place. She stumbled as she came out the other side into the home stretch. It caught Omo entirely unawares, seeing a mech escape from the dune underneath her. All of them were standing now in the bakery, jaws on the floor. As Flora was sprinting towards the finish line, the TV flashed as the championship runners ran across. Argent first, Satello Emmer followed, Cassidy Kim came in third. Darius Cantor came on the screen just as Flora dashed and fell over the line, coming in fifth. Omo and Mickey soon followed. Esper breathed a sigh of relief. What the hell just happened? Rulo was jumping around him, cheering at the TV. As Esper fell back in his seat, depleted, a slap came across his face, throwing his cap off his head. Don't ever think you can touch me like that again. I know what I'm doing, Saga said, towering over him. It stung as Esper touched his face and pulled his cap back towards him. He deserved it. He nodded. You're right, I'm sorry. We even? Saga took a while to process it, shaking her hand free from the pain. She nodded back in agreement. You have a hard head in more ways than one. Esper chuckled. Is everything okay now? Rulo asked. Everything's fine. We did it, Esper answered. Beers? Rulo asked. They all nodded in agreement as Rulo disappeared into the kitchen. Esper's adrenaline wore off as his pain from the tackle and slap rose in prominence. He took a sip. All right, who's ready to go do some shopping? We have everything we need to show Mason? Saga asked. You saved the logs, right? Yep. Then we have all we need. They didn't have time to rest long when Saga's phone buzzed. Her face fell. Esper jolted back into place, wincing at his back. It's Palma. Saga said. What? Esper asked. Cold shivers ran up his spine. They tracked us. Here's the message. 
My family discovered that someone hacked into the servers. I just got my phone back, couldn't tell you earlier. I don't know what's going on. I got caught, but I didn't spill the beans. None of this is my doing. I'm sorry. Saga and Esper rushed to their machines and logged out immediately. We need to leave now, Esper said. Wait, what? Rulo asked. Where to? Saga asked. Anything is better than here, Esper said. The storm drain cave? Rulo offered. Esper thought for a moment. Brilliant, yes, we can figure out things from there. Five minutes later, with only a handful of belongings, they left the old corner bakery as is, cold beer still on the tables. It was their turn to run.